0: Well, hello everyone. How's it going? It's the knock-on KCLR and Scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast on this St. Patrick's Week. None of us know what day of the week it is at all. It's fierce, confusing. We nearly forgot to do the podcast, but we have Tom Crotty here anyway. Um, Johnny and James are busy. James is pulling the shed apart, and uh, Johnny Johnny's busy doing stuff as well. How are you, Tom?
1: I'm not the best, Stephen. Yourself?
0: Ah, uh, sure, I'm not too bad at all. Great to have a couple of days off uh, to do a few bits, as the lad says. And a uh, great weekend of sport to look forward to as well. Uh, towns, uh, well, getting of a big match, we're going to talk about that soon as well. We're going to talk about your own Towns Cup game last weekend, Tullos. And, of course, Ireland-England, we're going to look back at that. And we'll preview Ireland-Scotland and anything else uh, as well. So, Tom Cruddy, of course, is the president of Carlo. Uh, football club carlo rugby football club what do you call it tom
1: county Carlo.
0: there you are <laughs> county Carlo football club the the, the original that's and the best
1: that's <laughs> it that's it absolutely
0: absolutely <laughs> tom um i suppose we'll well we'll start with the local stuff obviously as we do every week and we'll start uh again with um we always start with Kilkenny, I suppose, um, because it goes with that order with the divisions and everything. But the Towns Cup, I know, is different. But um, Kilkenny beaten Eden Derry. So uh, they got into their promotion relegation playoff uh, the week before with their win. And there's a quick turnaround then to get stuck in the Towns Cup. Um, but they did the job. 34-21 against Eden Derry is good going. Yeah, I think from the, from the
1: sounds of it, it was... Uh kind of a, a ding dong battle for a long time until Kenny I think we I got a text from from uh Blanche during the middle of it and uh, I think they were only ahead by two points at the time and uh, he said it was tough going but uh, I'd say Kilkenny I uh, look not 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 no not talking to the after of the game or anything but I presume Kilkenny's bench and uh, strength and depth probably just was just that much uh, too much for Eden Derry, you know, because 'cause I'd say it was um I said, like Eden Dairy would be a, a tough old pack and tough a tough team to beat at the best of times, you know, they get stuck into it and uh cup rugby is cup rugby, but by the sounds of it, I think it was just Kilkenny just just too strong for them in the end. But uh I know a fair juice to Eden dairy. I mean they obviously they, they
0: ran them close for a long time so um
1: it sounded like it sounded like a good game down there.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, um, and uh, it's not easy. They've had a tough season mentally and everything as well, facing into a possible relegation. Tom is not easy, of course. No, and, and they, they've had a lot yeah. of
1: injuries as well, and, and uh, they kind of. It's been unlucky, I think, from the sounds of James. From from what James has been informed this week in, week out that they just haven't had haven't had their full team on the pitch as yet. But uh, they seem to be getting their act together now, so they'll definitely be a force to be reckoned with.
0: Absolutely. If they can stay in Division One A and uh, you know make make a good inroads into the Towns Cup, it'll be considered a, a decent season at the end of it, despite what happened. But I suppose the flip side of it is too <laughs> Kenny's reward for beating Eden Derry is that they get get to face yourselves, and um, we'll talk about that in a second. But gee, the good, brilliant win over Navan um, at the weekend.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was. Um... Do, it was kind of an unknown quantity going up to Navin, but we knew that it was going to be tough. Um, they're uh, never easy to beat, especially in, in in their own home ground. Um, we were a bit concerned that they'd uh, strength their pack a little bit. They brought back a couple of props back into it, and uh, actually when they tugged out on the pitch, you, you could see the size difference. It wasn't they weren't exactly the tallest team, but they were big and physical. Um, their back line was the back line wasn't too bad. They uh. They lost their centre halfway during the first half, I think, and that was kind of a, a big blow to them because he was um, he was a very dominant figure, kind of six foot odd, and you know, and a heavy set, and you know, cause and had to be watched and caused damage every time he got the ball. But um, no, we got a like we got a a good penalty. We got a penalty, kicked the penalty early in early in the first couple in the first few minutes of the game. Um, our defense was just super again then we got another another penalty we had um, richie Richie white kicked over a second penalty and um, that left it at six nil and we were six nil going into the break um but uh, no it's it, the score it was it was actually our defense was really just un, absolutely unreal it totally frustrated like it, it frustrated navin to be honest and I think it was, um, they had an opportunity for they had two opportunities to kick penalties. They didn't kick, they didn't go for it. They, they tapped and go, they tapped and went one of the penalties. And I think, to be honest, I think it was a mistake by them because they never really looked like, um, scoring from open play. Um, mm-hmm. they might have scored, maybe tried the set piece. I don't know, but they they just never, they didn't, they were just driven back every single time and they continued to get more and more frustrated, um, but we had Richie. Then we got. Uh, we worked in the second half. Then we worked our way up the pitch. We were up outside their outside their twenty-two, and uh, we had a, a penalty. But uh, Richie just took a shot at a drop goal and sank a drop goal from their ten-meter line. And just around their ten-meter line was a cracking drop goal. And I think that uh, it was that score. I think to be honest, really sunk Navin. It wasn't. Um, we got uh we got down to their corner a little bit later on then and uh, got a rolling ball going and um got got in again. Richie again kicked a fantastic pen, uh, conversion from almost on the touchline, so they were dead and buried. They were uh, to be honest, I thought they were gone from nine, but they were dead and buried at the at the, when we got to the seventeen. And um, I have to say, like, if you were going with the man of the match or. It was Richie White and um well Shirley had absolutely outstanding games. Um the edge hill cut a couple edge. of line
0: out steals and everything, didn't
1: he? Oh he did. He just just had a cracking Wales had a mm. cracking game. Just just got in there and uh and we were doing really well. You no, know, I have to say the boys uh thumbs up to them until about the last ten minutes we had a very low penalty count and then we had a moment of madness for about three or four minutes. And give away a couple of penalties, and their punishment was they had to go train and choose the night. So, <laughs> <laughs> and but, them uh, up, all right. that's it. Yeah, but the the two edges, the cousins, um, were there, and Johnny Murphy had uh, great games. And again, in uh, from the back row, just 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 defensively, uh, Connor Tracy was a big barrel, just going forward, just so hard to manage. Um, he played like he played an unreal game, and. Um, I have to say Paddy Mackey their little Australian Australian that came in. Um I'll have to mention him again. Like Paddy's just such a solid player, but it's not it's not just his um, what he does around the park, it's the way he, he talks to the team and just rallies lads around and you know, he's just a good leader to kinda of have there. So uh, like, hands off Paddy Mackey had a had a had a great game as well. And the backs were just this, backs were just solid, just uh, as normal. There was, you know, good centre partnership there with um with McDermott and you know, young Philacroti, there, they, they both had solid games and defensively. You know, I can't. There wasn't a player the, the, from from you know, from one to twenty, everyone gave it their all. So, look, that's that's that.
0: Congratulations, Tom, for that. But uh, your next, uh, you're going to face James Blanchfield, kenny next. So, uh, yeah, that's a big, that's a tough Yay. one. But sure, sharpens yeah. the focus.
1: <laughs> but put this—it's—it's. It's, you could have got an easier draw. Yeah, I'm sure there's a, there might be an easier draw, but try and try and find that easy draw because mm-hmm. there's no no team going to give up easy in a quarter final of a, of a town's cup. Um, look, if you're going to win a cup, you have to go. You have to beat everyone, yeah. and it means you're either going if you meet Kilkenny now, you're going to meet them now, or you're going to meet them in the final. It doesn't matter if you lose the final, you lose the final. Do you know, it doesn't matter whether it's quarter final or a final, if you lose the game, you're gone. So you have to win each every game as it comes. So yeah. Um uh, it's just a bit unfortunate. I suppose that we got Kilkenny so we're kind of early on, but look, that's that's the look of the the draw. Um they're uh, like we don't have to say anything. We know what they're like, we know what they're like. They're a very, very solid team, always have. Um, you know, they and they've good coaches down there, they've um and uh, like Steve Ashmore's there, Steve knows us fairly well, so I mean we know him fairly well as well. But I mean, to be honest, look, it's it's a uh, it's a tough game. It's tough having to go there. That's we would have preferred as any team would prefer to have him at home. Um, but look, we'll go, and uh, as I said to last, there's nothing to lose. Just throw the kitchen sink at it, and uh, yep. may the best team win on that day. You know, Absolutely. we'll have a look into that next week. We'll yeah. have a a run forward for us. I mean, Kilkenny have, I saying that the, the Kilkenny have a big game on Saturday.
0: Uh... They do. Um, we're going to discuss that. Well, should we should probably just sidestep onto that one now, Tom. We'll talk about Tullow and the Dawks game now in a second. But um, yeah, huge for Kilkenny. This is it now. This is their promotion relegation playoff. They're either coming down to Ian Tullo or they're staying put. Um, they're playing Wicklow. Um, and that's in Carlo, Tom, and Sunday. Am I right? Yeah, you?
1: if anyone's around and wants to come up and watch it, it should be a really good. Well, we're all neutrals in this one, so I mean, from the carla point of view, anyone who wants to come up and watch a good game, or from total wants to come over and watch a good game, um, yeah. it's uh, they have to like you can't. have to win. It doesn't matter it's because they lads. can't. Other than that, they're relying on betted, and we don't know. Like we were all presuming, there's a lot of talk that betted will go up. Um, uh, we'll go back AIL this year. But that's not a definite answer. I mean, they still have there's still teams out there. It's a northern team, you know, a, a team from Ulster, in that round robin that's seemingly very strong. And like, they're probably much of an unknown fixture. So you can't say that they're going to beat... They're three tough games. You know, they have yeah. to be. They have to be. They have to beat the Ulster champions, the Connacht champions, and the Munster champions. Yeah. They have to beat those three to get to qualify. Absolutely. You know, so so you can't Kilkenny can't rely on. And on, and on, um, them not them going up, you know, because if yeah. they mess up things, so it is a huge game for them, and a huge game for Wicklow, um, like it's uh, I'll have to say, like I'm a very friendly with Brian Clark, the the president of Wicklow, so uh, I've been a little bit torn on this one, I know, but um, look, we'd like to see Kenny staying in Division One. It's nice to have, you know, we'd all want to be there. Like it's not; it's everyone wants to like. Carlo want to be there. Tolo want to be there, um, and I am sure Wicklow, Wicklow will really want to get. You know, they have a chance to get up on Sunday. So, I mean, it's a big game for them too. So, yeah, I, I think they'll uh, it'll be a be tight call. Yeah. It will be a tight call. Wicklow, are Sal, you know, are, are a are solid team, um, and if they've everyone available to them, um, I think it could be a really, really, really good game.
0: Yeah, but guaranteed a great game in Oak Park anyway, on Sunday absolutely. Yeah, absolutely um, Tullow lost out to Dundalk Tom, they're gone um, it, this is a bit, bit of a head scratcher in a sense because Tullo were well in control of that match um, and Dundalk even had uh, the st- Tullo started well Dundalk even had two lads yellow card um, in quick succession as well in the first half I think it was and uh, you know it looked to be fairly in control of that but um the dog just managed to pull it back and pit them Um, that one hurt
1: these did yeah, uh, because we were actually there and um uh we got the word you know that, that okay that the dog had scored first and got the seven but then the next couple minutes later we knew that they were winning and then they were ahead by a decent amount and i said "Oh, that's grand and then it was near the end of our own game when the lads uh, that uh, Tullow were losing by a point or two, point, whatever it was, and it, it can't be. <laughs> but yep. seemingly it is, it's just changed in the last in the last last quarter of the game. So, yep. um I don't know whether Tullow ran out of steam, but it's it's unfortunate. Like I didn't think, and I, as I said, like I'm eating my words now because I really thought I really thought the boys had pulled that one because of Dundalk. Um, you know, getting relegated and having to travel uh, two and a half hours down to the Black Gates. Um, You're nearly right, Tom. <laughs> I, I didn't think I didn't think they'd do it. Um, but sure, look, that's I'd say. Cup rugby is a really strange game, so you don't know what's going to happen.
0: Like,
1: but that you know. was.
0: Absolutely. Willie Holler was on fire with the boot on the day. Kicked everything put in front of him. Uh, he got a, He got two tries as well. Um, he got the one that brought Tullo up to 27-10 lead. So there was, there was a 17-point lead at one stage. Um, Dundalk had a try back then and then Tulo had a man yellow carded. Um, and Dundalk made the most of it. They managed to pull the gap back to 3 points 27-24. And then Dundalk got over again and uh, converted and 30, what was it? Thirty one and twenty seven is how it finished up. And yeah. I think if you're toller, you're sort of you'd be standing on the pitch there going, What happened? What happened in the second half at all? Like Yeah. It's, it's a, so it's a tough one. <laughs>
1: yeah, well I mean that 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 is a real thing, you know, the game of two halves
0: so,
1: Yeah. Um I I wasn't there and I haven't I didn't talk to anyone afterwards. I declare met one guy, he just kinda of said the taller ran out of steam, kinda of ran out near the end and um Maybe John bench, bench was maybe Doc's bench uh, was a tiny bit stronger than than the lads, but uh, look, it's a, it's a tough a uh, tough one for them to take too. And, yeah, like, absolutely, we all want it and I'm, and I know, um, you have the rivalry and stuff, but nobody wants to see your, you know, yeah, yeah. wants to see team going going out. Um, you don't want to play them either, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <play> <laughs> some but absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, look, it, it always when Tolo are involved, it's it's such an it's uh, a. Yeah. It kind of adds a bit of spice to things, you know, especially if we're still involved. So, but anyway, look.
0: Um that's it. So it's all march on uh, yourselves and Kilkenny and of course Kilkenny's relegation playoff, as we said, there is on Sunday in Oak Park in Carlos. So get in and have a look if you want. Just going to touch on women's rugby there at the moment. So Kilkenny women had a big win last weekend, 48 points to seven over Swords. So they've finished their league campaign top of the table, but they do need other results to go under favour to secure a league title. But a fantastic season for them. They've been absolutely fantastic. Uh, starting back up again and getting right back up to the top. Tullo drew with Tullo Moore. So that's their Division 1 Leinster League campaign finished. The the Paul Flood Cup is next for uh, Tullo. Um, They're into the Cup rugby next, but they finished in third uh, position on their table. So a good season, I suppose, uh, for the Tullo uh, ladies uh, as well. Um, We're going to talk about the Irish team. uh, Now we'll move on to international uh, rugby. Um, And I think... You know what, we're we'll gonna have a look back at the England match first time, will we? Um yep. and see what see what the story was there. I'm gonna get the team. Uh the team has been announced for that, that match anyway, but uh I'm gonna pull up the old highlights there. Um so Ireland, England. Uh overall, Tom, happy. The one. Uh job done. The scrum was annihilated, but as we found out after that there was a fierce lot of infringements, there's a lot of turning in on Dan Sheehan and all sorts of stuff that wasn't picked out by the ref uh, on the day, but you had to feel for Tyke Furlong and the lads in the front row that day it Just that was tough
1: Yeah, um, I think it is uh, it's from a Scrummaging point of view uh, yeah, uh, there weren't all penalties and there couldn't be all penalties you can't just whip Brown, continually whip Brown like that and, and continually make the same call for a penalty on it, um, I think I think the lads have taken a little bit I I thought after looking at back and hearing different things and whatever, like I played the front row myself but and and you do have to learn. I, I don't think Dan Sheen probably has the experience of like he's very, very young for international hooker um to have this little bit of experience on the dark arts of the front row and how to counteract how to counteract your opposition. Um no, I thought for long, and um, and Healy should have should have counteracted it a bit better than they did. I think they were a, a bit taken back, and what um, we I don't think it's as bad as as everybody was. You know, we're just saying our scum was annihilated. This, this, this. But I don't think, to be honest, it would have. Um, it wouldn't. It would have. Been, it wouldn't have been as bad with a different referee. And I think the fact. That I think he also had. Um, I think he gave him benefit of the doubt because he felt the English pack was a bit stronger and also the fact that he'd red carded earlier on in the game. So uh, I think a little bit went that way. Well, I think the game, look, uh, history will show that we beat England in Twickenham this year. So Absolutely. it's not going to show anything about scrums and no one's going to remember scrums to remember games. It's about the result at the end of the day. Uh, I think playing 14 men is very, very hard. I know at the end, it's when you score, you have to have patience. We were probably a bit... Um over the top, trying to force things an awful lot, but I think that 's what happens when you have when you're playing in, you know fourteen men when you're playing fourteen men you think there's going to be uh, overlaps on the outside, which the problem be is or there's going to there's going to be space there because somebody has to give up that bit of space, but I think we probably forced stuff way way too early um you saw we saw like at the very end. Um, when a bit of experience come on and and things slow down, and we actually just took them on, and they when they were they were tired out at the end, we got her, of yeah. course to win the game, you know, and and it was fantastic to get a bonus point win as well. Absolutely, um, I think I think we could have done better, but it's um I still think it's really hard to play between the you know since having a red card so early, and I think he did try to force things, and um. um but I, I don't, and then to be on, on, the, on, the, on the losing end of all the scrum penalties, and you know, very frustrating for Ireland. So I, I think that whole, that whole thing, I think the game just got frustrated. And I think when we brought on our subs at the end, I think it really made that a little bit of an addition to um, get the slowing, down, slowing down the pace. I think it was right. I think Gibson Park had an outstanding game. I think it was right to bring on Murray when he did. Um, uh, because it did. Uh, he did slow it down a tiny bit and just change the the way we play. Um, I thought Henshaw played really, really well when he came on. It was uh, yeah, I think Bundy had probably one of his poorer games.
0: He was quite. He was quite. I,
1: but he's up. I mean, he's up against the thing. You sent a partnership or a strong partnership. Like it's not. That's not a weak partnership that they have. But I mean, it's. Uh, I think. The, I think the team as a whole didn't do as badly as you know, people are kind of saying, kind of saying that, you know, we didn't, we didn't perform, but we did perform. We won. We got a bonus point, right? No matter what, no matter what, that is my opinion. That I, I think that the key factor is we won the game. We got the bonus point and now we're in a position to win a triple crown. And maybe if England uh, get the, <sighs> get fire in, that it might be, um, might be France and in in Paris, which I think that could very well happen because yeah, I think there's, there's an awful lot of pressure going to be on the on the on the French. It's very young captain, very young side. Um, you know, it's an awful lot. Everybody's talking about World Cups in France. There, you know, this team need this team is the best team in years, and there there's an awful lot. You know, French expect. They're worse than us, you know, yep. <laughs> you know they really do there's no i uh, forget there's no forgiveness over there um so they're going there's a huge expectation for them, and then England, of course, are going to have to try and bounce back from losing to us last weekend you know and, yep. and Eddie Jones I mean Eddie Jones has a lot to um a lot to answer for too, so uh England will have to uh, I'll be very wary of the English going to France. Yeah, but at the end of the day, there is a chance that we could win. Uh, well, hopefully, win the triple crown at, at the minimum, because uh, I think it's 2011 or it's, it's, a, it's a long time since we won. It's that long since we won a trophy at home. We've won away, but we haven't won anything at home for a long, long time. So it's the first chance we have to get the trophy back up again um, in the Aviv, and it'd be lovely to to receive the triple crown there on, on Saturday.
0: Absolutely. Um yeah, no, you make a good point. That England will want to save face and like you said, with all the pressure on Eddie Jones as well, it's just their game is going to be a cracker. Um but the pressure we have to put our own pressure on ourselves for Scotland because Scotland the same as they've done many times before could pull one over on us and uh not out of blue either. They they tend to be able to do that sometimes as well. And we have quite a young team, but uh yeah, we, we should be okay. Um the red card, anyway, Tom. Yeah, red card all day on James Ryan. We're just looking at it there on the screen for those watching. Yeah, it on he got
1: a, and he got a three three match ban as well. So yeah,
0: just fair enough. It was high, yeah. and it was, it was just just the rules. That's the way it's gone. Yeah. People yeah. are still yeah, there's still people complaining that they're too harsh and this, that, and the other. But they're fairly black and white the rules. So,
1: but you can um, you hitting some it, it's whether a, a, a hit to the head is a hit to the head. That's the rules of it. We're one sport that are so under the spotlight. And we're yeah. probably the one sport that do more than any other sport in regards to concussion and yeah. and our awareness. And even from youth upwards, you know, referees, everyone is so conscious of concussions and the amount of kids that are are, are taken off the field on a Saturday, just out of precaution. And it might be half the time, more than half the time, there's nothing wrong with them at all. And they haven't had, but it's just, we're so fearful you know we want to make sure that our players are protected and we have to protect it. us in clubs have to protect our youths and our own players but we also have to from a public point of view we have to see that you know that the rules are adhered to and the rules state you can a high hit to the head is a red card you know and there was no Civilized. mitigating circumstances to that it wasn't accidental he hit high that's his fault end yeah. of story
0: and you know the rules are in place, Tom. About two years, and the, as the an analysis said at the weekend, these lads should know the story now. Like it's not like the rules were bl- brought in at the start of the Six Nations. They know. Well, it was the, the exact same Italian game. Yeah.
1: He came on. That lad came on, and you could see this. he was hitting high from from first minute. So, yeah. you can, just can't do it anymore.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, any underperformers? Do you think in the Ireland side? Yeah, uh, look there's a
1: lot of some penalties bit, given there, away by lot lot of, Yeah, like he did <laughs> some really, uh, yeah, but he, did he, some, did some, he did some really good stuff, and then he does he did give away penalties. Um, mm-hmm. But he is he's probably got a bit rusty. He's kind of rusty as well. He's not really coming back in again. But um, I, I'm glad. I'm glad he's back in. He is the the better second row, and you do need his physicality there. And he's going to be needed on Saturday. So I mean you could understand there. Um I thought Peter Mahoney was actually quite um he and he's, he's dropped back to the bench. That's um right. but then it's just happened on the field. I think a part of his leadership and uh, I think you know, in fairness, he he did try and talk to the referee about the scrums, did try and talk, you know about the lineups and stuff, and but uh, I don't think the ref was having any of it any of it from him but i see i feel sorry for andrew conway who i mean andrew he's a little niggle and and he's uh he's out i know um we've a very good replacement to mac Hansen. so but uh, i just feel sorry for him because he did kick those uh 50 20 twos, you know and that was massive massive thing for us
0: yeah you know last whole, last weekend they were, yeah it worked fantastic i think it was surprised at the first one. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't expecting it. But he did it the same as Tyke Byrne. Tyke just hit it with a belt and it went out and everything was grand. But you know, they're hugely important. And that was that was crucial that time of the game as well. So yeah, um, and yeah. I did you know it's unfortunate that he's injured. Um, and that l- leads us in nicely to the Scotland match Well, the team anyway, Tom, for those that haven't heard it or listening to the podcast, uh Keen Healy, Dan Sheen type four and second row type Bernie and Henderson. So the back row this week is Kaylin Dorris at six, Josh at seven, and Jack Conan at eight. Uh Jameson Gibson Park and Johnny Sexton, James Lowe's on the left wing, Bunyaki and Gary Ringrose remain in the center. Mac Hanson is back and he's on to the right wing. And Hugo Keenan is full back and on the bench Rob Herring, uh, Dave Kilcoyne Finlay Bealham, Kieran Treadwell is in there to cover second row, uh, Peter O'Mahony Connor Murray, Joey Carberry and Robbie Henshaw, they have a huge problem with second rows uh, uh, they're all broke uh, at the moment, yeah. Brian Baird <laughs> has a back injury as well so he's out uh, and they brought in Ross Maloney uh, two lads from Leinster, two second rows from Leinster this week, one of them Ross Maloney to a uh, uh, you know, and keep the numbers up in training as well, so you can see the issues that they're having in that position. You know, with all the injuries,
1: like yeah. And I think Kieran Treble probably is a good bet to bring in. He's a big physical guy mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah. um, and you're going to need that because I, um, I'm sure as hell I'm am sure Scotland will probably go go and try and hit the pack again. But I don't think the I don't think they have the quite the physicality that England had in the pack. So, but um. They will chase. After. I'm sure they will chase after the same as any team that thinks they can, thinks they can beat you.
0: Um, Mac Hansen on the right wing. It's not his preferred position, but uh, he's not going to complain with a green jersey on for the, uh, uh, Six Nations and possibly Triple Crown contention or contending game. I suppose uh, he'll play whatever position. He play. He'll be. What doesn't matter, as the lad says, he gets a jersey, he'll be happy enough. Um, do you see any issues with Mac on the other side?
1: No, I don't no, think so. I think uh, I think he's uh, I think he's a good ball uh, a ball carrier. He's good. He he, he he's an attacking player.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean that's one thing he is, and he's a good eye for a ball. So um, you're not going to. I mean he's proven points. You don't. You're not going to keep a high ball down to him, or if you do, he will. He's, he will counter. He will counter attack. And we need James Law's big boot on the other side. you know, for we need that extra that. Um, his big boot on the other side for the exits, you know we were missing that or something. And um I have to say now in the last in the last couple of games that he's played, uh, um I definitely become a little bit more of a fan, I'm less of <laughs> a, less less of a critic. I know lads will be laughing, but yeah, he warming yeah, up to him,
0: Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it wasn't that, not from a Lencer point of view. That's different. Club rugby is club rugby. I think he was. I think he's a, he's such a solid player with Lencer. But I, I think back in the back two years ago or whenever he started to come into the Irish setup, we were kind of a bit worried about his defensive. But uh, I think he makes up for I think he's sort of got that in control. Yeah. Um, he may not be the best, still not the best defender, but he'll do his job there. And the main thing, the critical thing, is that his his attacking play is so good. And as I said, that massive boot that he has is an asset to any team. And Jesus, uh, I mean, anybody loves it. We had, as I said, Richie White and, and, and on Sunday for us played probably his best game kicking wise was booting the ball way downfield and every time you could see you could see Navin's forwards heads down so I'm sure it's the same at international level when your man gives his big hammer of a boot and you have to turn your heels and get back down the field so,
0: and wear yourself anyway.
1: out yeah we'll fingers crossed anyway I'm going up and uh, I hope, hope we have a good day hope absolutely good
0: day. hopefully and yeah and yeah uh, yeah, and hopefully, at least we get the Triple Crown anyway. And hopefully, England do us a favour, as the lad says. Um, good weekend of rugby, Tom. And don't forget, if you're knocking around, Carlo, Kilkenny, Wicklow are in action in Oak Park on Sunday in their uh, Division 1A, 1B promotion relegation playoff as well. Some great local rugby to watch as well. You'll get plenty of entertainment there as well. It's a fibre in, Tom, I think, isn't it?
1: It is, yeah. And uh, we're giving um uh, part part of the gate as well as going to um the Ukraine as well, Ukraine fund. So excellent. Uh, that's not all. As I say, we're just collecting a few pounds at the gate yep. for on the way in.
0: Absolutely. Has to be done. Um I think that's us for the week, Tom, is it? Plenty plenty of stuff covered there and uh, sure. Uh yeah, good luck at the weekend. Enjoy the match on Sunday and uh yeah, we'll catch up with the lads next week to see how Kilkenny got on. Fingers crossed to stay where they are in Division 1A. Um, and, uh, you know, the best of luck to them on Sunday. And uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, I see yeah. James will have plenty to talk about next week. Oh stop. <laughs> either, either way there'll be plenty to talk about, whatever happens, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. and we'll see how we go at the Six Nations slash Triple Crown as well. Hopefully there'll be some celebrations anywhere, something positive to talk about next week. Um Tom's been great having you for company as always. Thanks a million for talking to us.
1: Thanks, Stephen.
0: No about We'll wrap it up there for the week. Tom Crotty, the president of Carl Rugby Club, and myself, Stephen Byrne. Talk to you next week.